If you're a cannabis business owner looking to expand into new markets and need guidance and support you can trust, consider Collateral Base, a group that has done it before in multiple merit-based and limited market states. Collateral Base was founded by an experienced cannabis attorney with highly educated consultants with master's degrees and years of experience in the cannabis industry. The Collateral Base team is confident they know cannabis licensing better than any of their peers. And I encourage you to see for yourself. It just takes one phone call. If you're ready to expand your cannabis business into new limited markets, contact Collateral Base today at 309-306-1095. That's 309-306-1095. Or visit collateralbase.com. Hey, music lovers. The Cannamom Show podcast, in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars, is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at LampkinGuitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N Guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's hot time. We had a hot time. Together. Together. Yes, it's hot time. We had a hot time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe your host and Cannabis Lifestyle Guide. It feels like I'm in the opening chapter of my sixth life of this lifetime. A whole mess of shit has happened this summer, and I landed in a quaint community outside of Austin, Texas. When I asked one of the locals what the town's residents call themselves, she replied, family. I hugged her and knew I'd feel right at home here. And a couple of weeks ago, I was invited into the local writers group, who is dishing out heaps of tough love every week, critiquing my writing. My wine country side hustle in Mendo has been replaced with waiting tables a few nights a week at a local hotspot. I also set up every Saturday morning at the local farmer's market, spreading the gospel of regenerative agriculture and plant medicine over cups of mesquite tea. And I gotta say... Aside from my lifestyle shocking a couple of older fellas in my writer's group, everyone has been open, warm, and welcoming. In fact, I met today's guest right here in this charming little town two holiday seasons ago while I was home visiting family. Crystal had recently discovered him and was on board with his message about mineral supplementation to treat the root of what's ailing us. 
from skin conditions to organ failure. In order for our body's systems and processes to function correctly, we need the proper balance of minerals being supplied and replenished. And the four powerhouse minerals responsible for our bodily functions are magnesium, chloride, potassium, and sodium. The absence of these four macro minerals can cause abnormalities in the body that can result in a variety of symptoms, which is exactly why we need to constantly restore our bodies with minerals and electrolytes daily. And this is where the problem lies. It's not easy to get the minerals we need because our food and water supplies are stripped of them. The majority of water is osmosis filtered, which leaves clean water with no nutrients. Soil is either poisoned or depleted, which translates to fresh food with little to no nutritional value, and our overall consumption of processed foods and refined sugars is off the charts. On the whole, humans are mineral deficient, dehydrated, and constipated, which is the sticky foundation that diseases build upon. But the good news is, solutions abound if you're looking for them. And they don't often come in the package you're expecting. Kind of like today's guest, Rabbi Donald Maher. A long-standing member of the Lockhart community, Donald lived a number of lives before stepping onto his current path and becoming a rabbi. Rabbi Donald has been a wellness practitioner for over 20 years, working on the likes of Earl Campbell, America's favorite running back, to Jill Mills, the world's strongest woman champion, along with our military and police officers. His studies and discoveries were inspired by personal health struggles and his expertise in system mechanics. Rabbi Donald created his own modality called Myocanics and developed the Med Solutions line of ionic mineral supplements. He believes his spiritual return to Hebrew studies is what led to this resurrection of the wisdoms and principles of past cultural generations. Rabbi's ability to articulate a picture when it comes to health in a no-nonsense way, mixed with a touch of humor, makes learning how to operate this vessel of ours more enjoyable. You know, before Rabbi, I didn't spend too much time thinking about shit in the literal sense. But today, we're talking about the importance of poop for removing toxins and improving our overall health. We talk about mineral deficiencies due to alcohol consumption and cannabis consumption and the most bioavailable solution to avoid symptoms like cramps, headaches, and hangovers. This podcast is full of stories, sermons, and practical information for servicing your body's systems without leaning on the pill-based crutches provided by the pharmaceutical industry. But first, a word from our sponsor, MJ Relief, the muscle rub PhD formulated for what aches and pains you. Last week at the farmer's market, I shared some MJ Relief with an older female friend struggling with chronic shoulder pain. When I saw her the next day, she raved about forgetting her discomfort. She said, When I went to bed last night, it dawned on me that my shoulder hadn't ached since you'd put MJ Relief on me that morning. I'm sold. Where can I buy a tube? And I told her, just like I'll tell you now, head over to mjskinrelief.com and use promo code FRESH15 to save 15% on your order through the month of September. That's mjskinrelief.com. 
promo code FRESH15. And if you're listening on your phone, scroll down in the podcast app you're using to see the episode notes where you'll find links to this offer and more from other Casually Baked partner brands. Shopping podcast affiliates is a win-win because you saving money on the things you want supports the production of this show. And if you're picking up what I'm putting down, please rate and review Casually Baked the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. That one small action helps other canna-curious folks find this highly responsible cannabis content. You know, the longer I live, the more sure I am that the tools we need to heal ourselves are available to us in the natural world. I've seen too much evidence to believe otherwise. And as a seeker and a student, it brings me joy to share what I'm learning with you. So smoke them if you got them, and settle in for some shit talk with the rabbi. It's time to get casually baked. It's high time. We had a high time together. Together. Rabbi, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you. Shalom. Yes, Shalom. The title of this episode is Talking Shit with the Rabbi. Oy vey. We're going to talk shit later, but first we're going to talk about the building blocks of life and why they're important and what the hell's happening, right? Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. I want us to talk about minerals and how we put band-aids on everything instead yeah. of getting to the root of it and the very root of the root of the root is the minerals that make up our soil that make up us that yeah. make up our atmosphere sure well i'll start i'll tell you a little bit about myself i've been doing this for 20 plus years 25 years now um, and i don't know what you're going to call it but it's just to me it's being a rabbi it's being a man uh, i fix everything and i usually get everything broken when it's given to me so i'm good at fixing things and when you look at the mathematics of everything and the mechanics of it all, as life is, there's no mysteries, there's only ignorance. And that was my first step into the real world was that I was dealing with this paradigm that was taught to all of us, I think, in the school systems of all the things you don't know, so you should be afraid and you're not qualified to even have an opinion yet. So it basically stifled us down. And I know that most of us kind of heard your uh, to be seen and not heard when we were kids, right? Oh, sure. And uh, and I deal with this in a lot of people where they're dealing with respiratory issues because of that whole notion that was taken wrong. And it was driven down the wrong road for years. So these individuals might have like severe respiratory issues, chronic obstructive pulmonary disorders, asthma, um, all the all of the like. And those are because always being beaten down almost. It's like this subliminal thing. But as we get back to how I got into this was I myself was in a disarray. I had migraine headaches. I was suicidal. I had a plethora of pharmaceutical interventions, and none of them were fixing the problem. Um, and I was becoming more and more spiritually broken because... I knew in my heart that all my chickens were coming home to roost. And I think a lot of us deal with that. And that's another part of the false paradigm that's been fed to us, hand-fed since we were a kid. 
you know, you're living in a fallen world and uh, the prince of the air and all this, car- you know, this powerful mystery things that no one's ever seen. And now you've got to be afraid of the COVID virus because you can't see it either. And that guy could have just farted a microbiome in your nose. And, you know, there's all these fears. So fear seems to be the only socially acceptable religion these days. And fear causes something called consumption. And if we go back several decades back, my grandfather John, a first-generation Irish immigrant, died of tuberculosis in a sanitarium. Tuberculosis is called consumption. And it's because of this bacterial infection that turns fungal into lungs that it consumes all of your minerals and it leaves you dehydrated and your mucus gets all tacky and your alveoli gets stuck shut and then your oxygen saturation drops and then you go into oxygen deprivation and then your heart starts skipping. You know, it's like the panoply of physics. And that's what I deal with as a rabbi is physics. You know, if you can see how it got broke and maybe avoid that, makes sense to try to do that. And so with the body, I've come from broken. I was really in bad shape, and it was from years of partying and just driving fast and turning down rough roads. And then I became number one um, in the nation at service for a particular car line. And, you know, I was rocking. I was number one. I was bad. You know, I liked fixing things. And my body was falling apart. I had three migraine headaches a week at my pinnacle. And I'm talking to vomiting, the the double vision. And I was going to doctors and they would give me the drunk test. Well, you know, close your eyes and touch your nose. And well, you seem normal to me. Here's some more pills. And so I had all kinds of good stuff and nothing stopped the headaches from coming back. So deep down in my spirit, I began to wonder, is it because I still have all these pecados and sins that are going to come back and haunt me in the future? And what's the point of moving forward? And I was really at a, at a fix, you know, where I needed, I needed to figure out what was going on. And this guy said, what's wrong with you? And I said, I got a migraine headache. Get away from me. I'm going to go take some pills, puke, and I'll be fine. And he said, let me, let me have at you. I go, what are you going to do? He goes, let me check your shoulders. I go, this has nothing to do with my shoulders. I have a headache. I have migraine headaches. He goes, let me just check your shoulder. And sure enough, he hit my headache. And he duplicated and intensified my headache. Now, how is that possible? He says, I'm going to tell you right now, you have a tension headache. And from there, I learned about the physical part of the body. Well, I got so good at that, I needed to know how to improve the metabolic efficiency of the body because I'm really good at dissecting the body, getting to the muscle, getting the the garbage out of the muscle, but then I needed the garbage out of the body. And that's where the biophysics came in, was I began to study something called balneotherapy. It's thousands of years old. People don't teach it anymore. I think it's part of a conspiracy thing, but we've got to bring back that. It's what the ancient chiefs in the Indian tribes knew. It's what the Eskimos knew. It's what our ancestors knew. It was the study of salts. And it's not the salts that we know of in America. It's not sodium chloride. It's not Morton's. It's minerals. That's where we got to the building blocks. And those building blocks make up everything, including the pharmaceutical potions that they make, which are made in 
kind of an occultic environment. You can't figure out what it is unless you know how to look up chemical formulas. I appreciate you telling your story and getting us here. And so when you started really diving in, because what all of these ancient healers know is that we are all one and that the tools that we need to heal ourselves are here for us. Absolutely. They've been provided for us and we've lost that wisdom. So in my studies, it's brought me back into the wisdom, the study of the salts. The best salts were collected in Jerusalem. People would travel from all over the world twice a year, three times a year, and they would bring salt because you could bring salt easier than you can bring bricks of gold. And so they knew salt. And they would tell you, hey, you know, I saw that your wife's retaining fluid. You should get some of that Tunisian salt or some of that salt. And they, and they knew salt. Now, whether they knew the chemicals, I can't tell you. I just know they knew their salts. It was money. And to this day, people are on a salary. So they're getting salt. It's a sal. And it's crazy. So after doing all this study of salts, I began to look into how did they make up all my pills. And as I looked at the chemical formulas, I found this interesting trend. It's carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, always. Like always. So you should do an Excel chart. And every pill your mom or dad's taken, you line them out. And you put carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, and then oxygen, sulfur, the various other minute things. It's usually going to be iron, sulfur, and oxygen. That's it. And the carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen makes up dietary charcoal. So they're literally giving everybody dietary charcoal and calling it ferrisamide. And it's not, ferrisamide is a lot more than just dietary charcoal. But by and large, your flow chart will show that your mom or dad needs a ton of charcoal and a little bit of oxygen. And that struck me as being peculiar. So I began to look at the inert ingredients of drugs, and then I found all the minerals. You'll, you'll see magnesium stearate, um, calcium asorbate, and they're called inert ingredients. All right, and It's almost like I saw the Wizard of Oz saying, don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain. These are the guys that are actually doing all the work. And the charcoal or ionized charcoal is strictly arresting what they don't know is in you that's making you sick. So I'm going to send something in there like the special forces, green berets, knock out all the enemies, and then maybe throw a little oxygen your way. And that's what you'll find in all the rheumatoid arthritis medications is sulfur and oxygen. And they're off the charts on carbon. I'm talking 6,000 particles per million compared to metformin, which is 28. So, okay, this is something that I recognize is important, but the conversation is over my head. I'm sorry. As, well, no, 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 no. Don't be sorry. This is why we're having the conversation because I represent a hell of a lot of people that are listening to this conversation right awesome. now. So that's why I'm saying let's now bring this back down to layman's terms. Okay. So we're getting pumped full of all this charcoal through the drugs that we're getting from the pharmaceutical companies. So what do we really need to combat all of that? What is the actual natural solution that can help us wean ourselves off of all of these things that we don't necessarily trust, but we feel so scared and fearful to get off of them because someone in a white coat said, you need this three times a day or right. I don't know how long you'll be around. Right. Going back to the charcoal and the carbon, if you research it, that stuff locks you up. So if you have a child that was to get into the cabinet beneath this kitchen sink and get some poison, they're going to give that child charcoal 
to arrest the poison. But it'll arrest it, it doesn't get it out. So let's talk about how do I get poison out of my body. Magnesium has got to be the most miracle mineral in the world. And as a rabbi, I find it quite entertaining that it's the number 12 mineral on the periodic table of elements, which in the gematria means order. It means governor. Like it's the governor of all things. So you got to have magnesium to facilitate a woman's calcium metabolism, which that's another farce that we'll have to do for another show. Women are not short on calcium. Yes, I remember, remember this because I and was I telling on you. My head, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, look, da, 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 and you can knock on the head and you don't cave in your skull. So clearly you have enough calcium. Well, that can't be the only test. You, like, you I don't mean. have, but, but your, bo- <laughs> your bones aren't crumbling. Your bones are not crumbling. It's because you don't have access to the calcium in your body, which is supposed to be in your red muscle tissue, which is, you get red meat to have lots of calcium. Your red meat has lots of calcium. But if you don't have access to it because you're low in magnesium, which the WHO, God love them, um, I say that facetiously, (laughs) um, they even published a paper in 2009, I think it was 2009, that said America was the worst in magnesium deficiencies. Now, that's another question, right? It's okay, why in the world? We're the richest country? How in the, what? That doesn't make sense to me. How could we be magnesium? RO filters. Who has more RO filters than anybody in the world? America. Wrong? Probably not. Yeah, we got more. We have more. Come I mean, we have more money. And so every new house on West Austin, in Lakeway, whatever, RO filter, RO filter, RO filter. You buy a soda water today. What do they make it with? RO filtered water. You buy a beer. RO filtered water. You buy a juice. What water of- should we be drinking? Natural water. I mean... Today, you can't find natural water, right? Exactly. That's what I mean. Rainwater is a great way. Collect, mm-hmm. uh, rain harvesting is a great way. I uh, believe yeah. in My that. aunt and uncle, when I was at the ranch, they were bringing me fresh filtered rainwater to drink every Beautiful. day. I'm like, That's yeah. good. And yeah, well good water's stuff. great. God's got a filtering system called limestone. And most of all your heavy metals are going to be arrested by the other minerals. And that's one of the things that minerals do, and they taught me is for every positive, there's a negative, correct? For, uh, for every person that God puts in your life, he puts an enemy, okay? okay. So there's going to be a positive and negative. So if you state your position, your enemy has to state their position because you vocally said, I, I'm here. So then someone who's against you has to say, well, I'm over here. Well, nobody asked you, right? <laughs> but in life, biology works that way, positives and negatives, anodes, cathodes, uh, anodes and cathodes, they're going to be attracted to each other, men and women. They're opposites. So you eat these minerals, which should be in your food, but there's no way to know. So I would strongly suggest everybody looks for foods that are rich in magnesium, but there's this ambiguity there. Did I get enough? And that goes back to what I said in the very beginning, that these minerals are supposed to be in our soil, but our soil is so depleted that even people buying organic food at the grocery store, by the time that food is plucked from whatever deficient soil it was grown in, and then it's on a truck for a couple of days, by the time it even gets to you, there might be 20% of the nutritional value even left in it. Correct. Well, here's one way to look at all the foods we get in the market are premature little girls that have dressed up for a wedding with makeup and falsies on and okay (laughs) seriously because they picked it early it's prematurely picked it is not vine ripened 
They cannot give you vine ripe. And where you're going to get your best fruits is alongside the road. It's like farm to market stuff. Yeah, shopping locally, right. supporting your local Absolutely. farmers. And you're going to get the freshest, most mature food that got all of its nutrients from the soil and produces its fruit. Now weak you've got this shit. weak, yeah, weak food, no no minerals. But you swear to God that, well, I, I bought it all from Whole Foods or wherever you shop. You know, it's like, I bought the organic, I bought this. So you mentioned organic. I bought an organic grapefruit. I bought a devil's grapefruit from, you know, Whole Foods. I went in there. I said, I want your organic one, and I want a non-organic devil's one, you know, and the guy laughed. I took them, and I had my little light test I showed you, and so I jabbed it into the one that was the devil's it had chemicals and whatever, and it barely light the lamp. It was like I had to wait for the lamp. To... So I said, okay, let's try the organic, and I stuck it in there, and it blew me away. It did nothing. I mean, it did the same thing. Mm. And so I was like, aha, uh -huh. it's just a sticker. It, the bottom lines are both premature. Mm -hmm. It's giving me fiber, it's giving me some waters, but there's not enough minerals in there. Mm -hmm. And our job is to make everybody rich in soil, rich in the minerals, rich in the message, the message of how do we heal my body? Why am I having Crohn's disease? Why am I having uh, Renaud's? Uh, why do I have this? Why do I have that? It's because... Our mechanics are making money on dysfunctional cars. Oh yeah, and there was they just keep us sick, and we keep going back to the doctor. And we ignorant. keep getting the pills, and yeah. and so I always say it's it's a fun thing for everybody that's listening. Ask your doctor. So, doc, what's the Hebrew word for that? Just so you will know that they don't know everything. And if there is no Hebrew word for that, such as cancer or diabetes, and there isn't one. There's a word for disorders, but there's not a word for those things. That tells me that they didn't exist or we would already have a word for it. Yeah. So we need Good to say, point. yeah, okay, so then who made this up and why did you label it after Mr. Renaud? Is he, is he proud of his work? Or did Mr. Renaud, would he have been better remembered? Oh, that's the guy that overcame the knee problem. I overcome knee problems. I had a boy with a completely buckled knee, fixed it. It heals. It's made to heal, but only in the right conditions and given the minerals to build the proteins, the enzymes, all of these things that you're going to need to make are going to require those building blocks called magnesium, chloride, sodium, potassium, chromium, selenium, boron, zinc, all of these things that are good for us, we need. All of our stuff, like we mentioned, we have a product. We do it FDA quantified, insured, bonded. These are pharmaceutical grade products that pharmaceutical companies use to make supplements. But I'm not a supplement provider. I'm a teacher. I teach you where and how to find the tools so you can basically stay off of pills. Don't trust pills. And one of the reasons why is given all this China thing with COVID, the last thing you want are supplements that are made with cornstarches that are not from the United States. Because you don't have a way to know what's the condition of the cornstarch that made that supplement. Was it mold laden? Yeah, And mold is one of my biggest studies right now mm -hmm. with the mycoses and the bio-warfare because we're looking at fungal infections. Being, now candida is out of control. That's the mildew and the blight inside the temple of God. It's crazy. And it's totally tied to like this season prior to Yom Kippur is that all this stuff is dredging up. Can I get a witness? <laughs> Amen. Okay. So there's all this junk is dredging up. Well, you're not doing it. And I got 
it's like chills, right? But it's just, you're not doing it. It's, there's a time and season for us to remember those things that are important. And there's a time and season for us to forget those things that aren't. And that's the release. And that's what your body is supposed to do is release things. Well, we talk about talking smack, right? Talking shit. <laughs> um, if you don't release, that's part of the function within the body of deliverance is that it knows how to go through life, sometimes manifest or sometimes just experience shit. And you've got to learn how to handle it. I, I picked up trash in this town. I was a sanitation engineer, and I still am, basically. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, some might say I was the best-looking, well-dressed trash man in town because I changed at lunchtime, and I didn't have maggots on me and poo-poo paper on me. I wore gloves, and I made sure I didn't get infections. There's a way to manage life, and life is a shit fest. But Ain't you don't have to truth. wear it, you know, and a lot of people are wearing it on their sleeve, and they need help. They need help and they need our help to fix it and say, look, hey, uh, let's fix this and change the skew of their vision. So you begin to look at everything you've made it through at this time, not everything that's been happened to us, right? But rather look at everything we've pulled through and then dump all the bad, only take the good forward because you just moved. You know, you that's a hell of an experience moving yeah. and you've got to weigh things out. What are we taking with us, right? And And what do you want to leave behind in a good way. So I know that I came from a lot of dysfunction and I had a lot of mess to deal with. So God teaching me this about the minerals with Med Solutions was a gift for me to manage my life so I could learn how to deal with all this stuff. It's like God showed me, hey, if you could deal with the trash of this town, you can't deal with the trash of your life. I was like, yeah, yeah I get it. And so now I'm, you know, Rabbi Poo Poo, I guess, you know, like. <laughs> But it's it's really about teaching us how to live. And it's kind of, sometimes I may seem condescending, but I'm only beating myself up. It's like, we don't even know how to go poop in America. I'm thinking about shit. I'm pondering shit before our discussion. People want to pretend that they don't even yeah. shit. That's not even a thing. Or they're meeting someone for the first time or they're on a date or they've spent the night with someone for the first time. You know, we're like, oh, I, I can't I take a shit with that person in the other room. They're just like right on the other side of that door. And we punish our bodies yes. because we're ashamed to shit. Yeah. And it just means that we're full of shit and full of toxic, toxic shit. You know, it's crazy is we outgas, right? Think about it. If you're not letting it go, even if you're not burping, belching, or having flatulence, you are still outgassing. You're shedding. All these skin cells, millions and millions and millions of skin cells are literally popping off the fat chef in the kitchen. You get it? Yeah. I it's mean, it's like cook at home, keep it kosher, don't go out, and you don't know what you're being subjected to. That to me, though, sounds fear based. Nope, it's not. It's yeah. about I, like, and I have, listen, I eat it, I've eaten at every roach coach and every hole in the wall. I'll go to any taqueria. I'm not afraid of nothing. But that's me. And well, I'm dealing with all these other people who are sick, so I'm looking at them and I have to treat them and say, okay, obviously you need lambskin gloves. I'm the guy from the jungle that you want to meet to say, hey, how do I get out of this hellhole? I've already mastered the place. But that's what I'm saying, though. If we can go out and still live our lives and enjoy the things that we I'll want. I'll fix you. But then 
I know what I need to do, yeah. how, how I need to replenish my Just body and the things that I need to. to do. And also, we got to stop talking in riddles because everybody doesn't know you like I do. Oh, and gotcha. I've been one of your customers <laughs> for a year. So I'm just going to start firing and it, I'm, I'm going to start driving. I've learned some things from you that are very valuable tools. For one, I was very open and honest with you about being a cannabis consumer. And you said, do you get cramps? Yeah. Do your muscles cramp up? And I'm like, mm, yeah, some. And you said cannabis consumers will deplete their potassium faster than the average bear. So I'm like, okay, I recognize now that I need to be supplementing potassium. I was talking to you about alcohol use and abuse. And you told me that people that consume a lot of alcohol deplete chromium. So these are the things where when I say no more Band-Aids, like we truly can, if we get curious about our bodies and find some practitioner to have open, honest, authentic dialogue with, we have the tools to heal something from the fucking root. And that is fabulous. And that is what I get to do with you. And so that's the non-riddly way of saying that I have become somebody who pays attention to my shit, (laughs) all kinds of it, you know? And I appreciate all the tools that you've given me And so let's talk about the things that you've put together, these like the Formula 513 and the Myo2, you know, the Mm -hmm. things that are for hydration and things that are for helping us move all of the toxins out of our body. Okay. It's so important. And I can think of 10 people off the top of my head that stay constipated most of the time and like are miserable. Yeah. And it's totally unnecessary. Sure. You know, constipation is the root of all diseases. It is the dirtiest place in the body is the intestines. Uh, We are essentially walking, mobile, moving septic tanks. And the leach field is the rectum and the urinary tract. I mean, that's it. But if one isn't letting go of the solids, it's going to overflow. It's going to ruin your septic tank. And now your kidneys are going to be taxed because the stool isn't leaving the rectum the way it was designed. Your liver gets cloudy. It gets fatty because of the feces isn't leaving the rectum. It's permeating the liver. All of these things are critical. So what I did is I found a spot where I I literally found, for me, scriptural reference, that I needed to go seven times a day. Now, that blew me away because I was like the one candy bar a day guy. You know, baby Ruth, hello, (laughs) here we're going, you know. And I would run a route all day. I would drink Pepsis all day or soda waters all day, um, sweat my keister off, baboon butt in the summertime, but I never pooped. I never saw a problem with that. You know, it's like the guy that buys a brand new car and does donuts and says, don't worry, I've been doing this for the last 6,000 miles. It hasn't broken yet. Right? And it's going to break. So I finally broke, and that's where my headaches came from, and it was constipation-based. It was because my blood gets something called, listen up, it's called acute fecal blood toxicity and your blood becomes acutely poisoned by the fecal presence in your gut which doesn't leave it gets into the peritoneal fluid of the sac which surrounds the gut and then that gets into your bloodstream so now you're going to have shitty thoughts you're going to feel shitty uh, you have crappy days and it's because yeah you're full of it 
And when you go through stress or traumas, you'll produce more toxins because those are the biotoxins from the trauma that you went through, right? If I drink a ton of coffee, the caffeine is a toxin. It's like socially acceptable methamphetamine. And um, if you don't believe that, try a six-shooter sometime. But it's poison, but it's a stimulant, and I got to have minerals to get it out, and that's where we go bankrupt, is my consumption of coffee led me to my migraines. My consumption of marijuana in the days led me to the potassium deficiencies that could lead to arrhythmias, tachycardia, cramps in the legs. And if you're having a cramp in the leg, which is made out of muscle tissue, and your heart also is made out of muscle tissue, it stands to reason that the leg muscle is probably a check engine light for a bigger problem that could happen. And we need to address it. So we had developed the Myo2 meds. We recommend people deliver this mineral to their body throughout the day, not all at one time. Just like your prescription pills might be three times a day, we think one bottle of water every three hours is sufficient for the body to manage the water intake and the disposal of the metabolic waste products. With our Myo2 at 20 drops five times a day, it's a teaspoon. And that's 8% of their daily value of potassium, FDA standards. It doesn't change. It's not going to vary. It's always the same. It's our proprietary formula. We only provide 10% sodium, so you're not going to retain fluid. And the 8% potassium will negate the 10 plus on the sodium side. We give you another 22% chloride. That's going to help you dispel water weight if you retain water during your menses. And that's usually when you'll experience the worst of the worst is during menses. Um, You'll have more cramping, abdominal cramping. Ovaries cannot cramp. They are not a muscle. It's a mucus organ. Basically, it doesn't cramp. But the feeling that it's cramped is pretty genuine. It's pretty hard to fake. But that's the muscles. And that muscles are cramping, again, because we're low in potassium and magnesium, which is a huge muscle relaxer. So when we developed our product, it was really kind of for our special forces. And we wanted those guys to be able to stay in a tree for 72 hours and not pee or poop, but not have a problem. And that's what we developed with Myo2. So it's 22% mag, 22% chloride, 10% sodium, 8% potassium, guaranteed, always the same. Won't change. And let's also talk about the bioavailability of these minerals. Excellent question. So ionic versus chelated or colloidals. Every pill, every powder is a chelated colloidal mineral, meaning it's bonded to something. We've heard of chromium picolinate, calcium citrate. Uh, magnesium citrate, they're bonded to something and it's going to require minerals to break them loose and then minerals to facilitate the usage of one and the disposal of another. So it's an upside down mortgage. It's going to take you three minerals to get one at least. And so ours is ionic. Our ionic minerals are non-chelated. They're water suspended. Everything's resourced here in America through the Great Salt Lake. Um, I have some special great connections, people that have given me access to the only family that owns all of the Great Salt Lake. So we now have labs there, and our proprietary process takes that water, processes it by evaporating. It's a proprietary evaporator process. So we're pulling the water out to isolate the minerals within that water source that we feel God's given us. And so it's like, hey, I'm going to send you way the hell away from Jerusalem because y'all are jacked up, but I love you. So I'm going to give you another pool of water over here, and I'll give you the same wisdom I gave them over here. Use this wisdom. And 
right now, I believe, like with the pharmaceutical companies, they ran the Indians off their land. The Aborigines in New Zealand and Australia have been off their land because they want the mineral resources of that land. And if they never teach us about the mineral importance, right, you'll only adhere to your label of whatever disease they make up next. So yeah. uh, the ionic is super available. If you put it on your tongue sublingually, you're getting 100%. Put Trust it in your water. Me, I know. If you put it in your water, it's 100%. <laughs> you can put it in your tequila, it's 100%. Um, and that's another thing too, alcohol. Can you put it in your alcohol? Yes, please. Yes. Um, the alcohol is going to require minerals to facilitate the usage of the alcohol. And no hangovers. No hangovers. I promise you, if you get a hangover, you get the Myo2 meds, you put about a teaspoon in some lemon juice or orange juice in the morning, knock that back like it's a shot of whiskey, and in 15 minutes, your hangover's over. It's done. Guarantee it or call me. Yeah. I want to know what you're drinking. Amen. Now, when we're starting to feel bad, you know, sometimes you start getting the sweats or that metallic taste in your mouth and you're like, something's coming on. I don't know what this is. Yeah. I'm either going to throw up or have an ass explosion. Yeah. I don't know which one. Yeah. Well, do the, go the ladder. You definitely yeah. want the ladder. <laughs> no, um, it's better down and out than up, you know, and through the mouth. But Formula 513 is our second product. And it strictly provides magnesium and chloride. And so when you bump your magnesium levels up, and we can take like a teaspoon of 513 in one glass, which is 89% of your daily value. I take that back. It's actually 112%. So In how much? In a teaspoon of 513. Okay. So there's nobody, unless they got some serious dysfunction in their gut, that can take a teaspoon of that every hour for six hours or five hours or six bottles and not have like butt pee, all right? And you do want to experience that detox day where you know you're, you're dead set on, I'm staying home and I'm going to eliminate everything inside me. And that is the most rejuvenating feeling because 80% of your immune system is in your gut fighting off this filth. Well, empty it. Now where is it at? It's taking on anything else in your body that might be fighting you. So you might have an infection uh, from a splinter, or you might have a cracked tooth that's creating a pint of poison per day that your body's having to fight off. But if you've got a trunk full of junk and you're trying to fight a tooth, you're probably going to lose that battle. And you're going to start putting on water weight for no reason. You'll say, I'm getting fat, but it's really not fat. It's pus. It's infection. Yuck. Yeah, I deal with some pretty nasty stuff. Well, that's my whole point is like just do a major flush. It's important. Like if you're starting to feel bad, just Trick. take a knee or you yeah, know, take yeah. a seat on the throne and just let it go. Yeah. Take the 513 <laughs> teaspoon per bottle, put a half a teaspoon of Myo2 meds per bottle along with the two promise you it won't explode. People go, can you mix them? I'm like, yes, you can mix them. But it, you mix the two and then add a bunch of lemon juice. And then every hour on the hour, you knock back that bottle and don't sip on it. You chug a lug it. So your body, boom, has to deal with all these minerals right now. And then in one hour, boom, 
And it's like, man, you will clean out. And I tell people six bottles in six hours equals 12 bowel movements. When you say six bottles, you're talking about a a bottle of water. Uh, Half pint at least. Don't chisel me on that one. I have. Well, I know, but when at first, the first time you said bottle, I was thinking a bottle of formula 513. And I was like, wait, that's not what he's (laughs) talking about. He's talking about water. Yeah. No, this is just a 16 ounce pint waters. I've had people do eight ounce because. They begin to set up limits for themselves. Well, I can't drink that much. I said, says who? When I did the math, I was like, look, 16 ounces, three hours. I'm like, that's nothing. You can do that. Every 10 minutes, you're drinking like well, nothing. as a human species, we're, we're dehydrated. We, we don't drink enough water. I mean, I can look at my face sometimes and just say... Go drink some water, lady. Like, I can see that you're dehydrated. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. Well, and we talked about stool, looking at your stool. How many people know about stool? I did a whole ripple thing, the video, and it was all the different candy bars, you know, <laughs> from from Mounds to Milky Way and, you know, Chico Sticks. And then the last slide was the Dairy Queen soft serve with the swirly cue on top. <laughs> You know, and you need to be able to draw a picture for people because if you're pooping out baby Ruth, you're dehydrated and you're constipated. And they'll say, no, I'm not constipated. I do this twice a day. That doesn't mean anything. You're still constipated. But in the West, my old perception of constipation was actually obstruction. Mm -hmm. I'm obstructed. That's the only time I ever said I'm constipated because then I was concerned. But you, you were constipated a long time ago. Now you're obstructed. Yeah. That's a big difference. And mm-hmm. so we look at stool, consistency, frequency, we're talking shit. You need to be pooping out mucus because your colon is a mucus lining. It's not a booger producer. And what people are used to doing is going and producing hard, stale, rancid, black, brown turds, which are like boogers that have been in your nose for a week. <laughs> And you're scraping them off the wall and then you bleed and you're like, oh my God, my colon's bleeding. I think I got cancer. Like, oh, uh, hello, bad stewardship. <laughs> yeah. You got a big old brown turd in there. And it's brown because it's got bilirubin, which is an acid that could rot the paint off the car. And it's inside your gut, rotting the mucus lining off your colon. And your body's going, oy vey, I have to keep replacing this section of the colon. She gets constipated, he gets constipated, and it rots this area like it's a rusty part of your car. And it tries to replace it, but it needs minerals to do it. But we don't know about med solutions. So we go to the store and we buy all kinds of expensive foods that are empty in value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where we come in and say, look, eat everything you like. I don't care if you like chitlins and hot sauce, okay? But let me give you these minerals so that we can help your body feed it. And I know that at one point in time, my people ran through a wilderness and had to eat things that probably weren't, quote, kosher. But there's probably a way to get this stuff out of us. And it's minerals. And so if we brine our meats, you know, you brine your chicken with salt water, hopefully kosher salt, um, it's going to taste delicious. It also kills the parasites. It makes the meat better and more fit for your body. And I'm not loading up my septic tank with bad flora. I do strongly recommend probiotics. Uh, But aside from that, unless I'm a blazing saddles alcoholic or... Um, taking antibiotics, my gut should be populated by good flora by the diet that I eat. Yeah. And that's where. So 
let's talk about what good shit looks like and how often we should be seeing it. Okay, boy, that's a tough one. Okay, everybody sit down. <laughs> okay, so good shit should look like you sneezed in the toilet. Okay, you should have a loose, mucousy stool. Now, it could be bordering Dairy Queen soft serve, but you never wanted any thicker than Dairy Queen soft serve. And the reason for that, like, why, Rabbi? Oh, my God, I can't live my life like that. <laughs> well, if you weren't carrying around a trunk full of garbage in the first place, that peanut butter wouldn't be in there. And you should eat abundantly and digest rapidly and defecate frequently. And if you defecate frequently with plenty of water, with minerals, then your stool will remain mucousy, loose, and it won't even smell like poop because it's never getting the opportunity to putrefy. And it's that putrefication that leads to high A1C numbers, which is nothing more than alcohol methane production from the putrefication and fermentation of past food items. But if you emptied your trash can out more frequently, we wouldn't smell trash in the house. I love your analogies. They're just so real. It just makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's like, who left the trash can open in here? You know, it's like, man. But, and that's microbiome. That's a beautifully glorified term for fart dust. Okay? <laughs> so a microbiome is fart dust. And you're walking through the Walmart and somebody pops a cap in you. And you're walking down. All of a sudden, you go, oh, my God. You just inhaled probably millions of fart particles from some person <laughs> that watched Oprah all morning. And you don't know it. But well, it's really do, now we you do. smell it. Yeah, but you don't realize. So what can you do about that? What if they had COVID? What if they've taken shots? What if they've been boosted out to kazoo? Okay? And they just farted in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let it come out your nose. I just taken a drink. What were you doing to me? <laughs> so what do you do? You go home and you make yourself a Hebrew nebulizer. Oh, yeah. This Keep going. I forgot about this one. So you get your, your mom's favorite little bitty coffee cup and you fill it a third of the way up with tap water. Yeah, tap water. And it has minerals in it too, by the way. And then you're going to add like 20 drops of 513 and 20 drops of Myo2 meds. And any of our other micro minerals that are antifungal because of the mycoses involvement that we believe is involved with this particular variance that they're releasing, okay? So going back to the nebulizer, water, minerals, the micro minerals that we have, but 20 drops of each of the macro mineral formulas we have. Microwave it for one minute. And so it's going to vapor. We don't need to vapor it out. We're just... Boiling it, and then I safely put my hand over the vessel with a straw at the top of the vessel, and I start taking inhalations, like I'm taking hits off a hookah pipe, and I'm pulling in these vapors, which are warm, moist, magnesium-laden water droplets, and they're now going to permeate my lungs, they're going to insert themselves into the mucus lining of my bronchial passages, which is going to release and relax the smooth muscle tissues of the bronchial passages. It's also going to moisturize that area. It's amazing. And it's better than any pharmaceutical nebulizer. It's also safer. Well, and we started talking about that when I was talking about having a crunchy cough. And I used to do the neti pot thing. Mm -hmm. And you told me about this. And the thing that I 
find really weird. Let's talk about the microwaving of the water part sure. because we didn't really get a chance to get into it that day because mm-hmm. my friend needed to go. So why is it okay to microwave all of that stuff? I've been told if I microwave my food, then it basically zaps out all the nutritional value. So it doesn't do anything it, to it these doesn't. minerals. That's part of the Pinterest wisdom that we all parrot. <laughs> Pinterest wisdom. And, uh, I'm sorry. Um, you know, I was raised on a biker bar, you know, so I just like throw it all out there. But that's Pinterest wisdom. That's There's no such thing. Otherwise, um, we would all be a lot sicker than we are because every one of our households has microwaves. And I've been living on coffee that I microwave water out of my whole life. Like I microwave the water. I don't, but my, I, I'm, I, I feel you. I yeah. feel what you're saying. But scientifically speaking. So all you're doing, microwaves are going to send movements. Like you could literally uh, warm something up with an oscillator. We see that in laboratories. We have oscillators that warm just strictly by it moving the water. Mm-hmm. So movement creates, and that's all the microwaves are doing is they're creating a radio wave. I have friends that are um, doing radio wave installations and stuff. So they're up around the 5G towers all the time. These are young men, they're healthy. And if it was as dangerous as I thought it was, and I, this came to me like last week, I got video footage of he's all around these radio waves at the Orange Tower, Citrus Tower. I'm like, wait a second. What's a 5G radio? They're not like, turn, okay, turn everything off. I'm going to go outside. No, he's around them and he's putting in new antenna waves. So if it was that bad, just to be around it, he would have gotten sick and he's a very healthy young man. I'm not saying I'm advocating for it at all. I'm, I'm totally yeah, against because it. I, well, because I believe there's a technology they're trying to use with this nanotechnology, and the mold is the carrier. The mycosis is the carrier. The mycosis, they bonded with the virus. That's called COVID. It's a co-op, co-ed, co-conspirator. It's two. So there's a virus, and we're all trying to fight the cockroach invasion but no one's looking at the food that we're putting out for the cockroaches to come to it. And the virus is serious, but the virus is dead to 10 to 15 days and it leaves you bankrupt. Okay. And that was its intent to leave you bankrupt. Now the mycoses that we attach to it called mycoses or uh, mycotoxins, that's going to do the final damage on your, in your system. That's where we come in. So we have boron, we have chromium, copper, iodine, manganese, selenium, and zinc. Those are your seven antifungals. And they'll kill fungus. And fungus cannot live in the presence of these minerals. So we put those in the water and I inhale them. Because if I did inhale some nanoparticle, mycotoxin, biowarfare, I want to kill the mycotoxin that's carrying it as fast as I can and begin my recovery as quick as possible. And to let a virus do its course, like my doctor told my mom, oh, let the virus walk its course. That's fine back then. We didn't have evil men. We had fewer evil men making viruses in labs. Yeah. These labs are, these viruses are all generated by man's hands. And it's because, may I go here? Yes. Pharmaceuticals. Um, there's patents for every pharmaceutical pill. And every pharmaceutical patent is a parameter. It is not a stiff, one-legged, it has to be 27 microns of this, and it's a parameter. 
So they have parameterized, if I can use that term, thank you, Keith Book, themselves out of business. So they can't come up with any new pills. And now these pills are going to generic. So people are going to get to make our pills. Now what are we going to make? Let's make diseases. And if you don't know how I made this, then you won't know how to make the cure. But we know how to make the cure. And it's called a pandemic. It's a brand new business. So I've got to be wise enough. God's given me this gift to say, look, I got you. I know how they make all these poisons. Um, You know, I knew people who made poisons, not these kinds. Um, But I get it. And I can get you through. Even if you get sick, I have activated charcoal that we have produced by one of the largest vegan charcoal producers in the world. They make our charcoal. So that's for a resting. We believe in charcoal, but not in every pill three times a day. Right. And let's actually talk about that. Because when I drank a lot, I always carried activated charcoal with me. And I would take that before I went to bed and drink a glass of water. And hopefully, yeah, Yeah. make sure I woke up the next morning without a hangover. So what actually is the best way to use charcoal in a way that's good for us if you think that there is a toxin that you've come into contact with or you're exhibiting symptoms you're presenting symptoms like this flu thing then we want you to take like a bottle our bottle we've got a little scooper i think it's a a half a teaspoon of charcoal and you shake it up and add minerals to it charcoal will constipate you and i don't want that to happen i want to go through the body like a tornado of magnets right and how do I do that? 513. I'm going to jack that puppy up with 513 myo 2 meds and a bunch of charcoal and maybe even throw some vitamins in there. And so that's going to make me defecate like a banshee. And it's going to be carrying out with it all this poison. And at that time, my stool may be dark. It may be blackish, you know, but that's yeah. fine. I know why. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not taking charcoal and it's black, you've got a bleeding ulcer. Fact. Fact. If it's green, it's too many new grape sodas. <laughs> Hey, and if it's a beautiful burgundy, you might be growing beets in your garden. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Oh, sometimes I'm like, ooh, that one's pretty. Yeah, you know, beets, beets will colorify really good. But too much beets is also a problem. I've had someone who overdosed on beet powder. What? Yeah. Why in the world would they What's do that? What's beets high in? What are they high in? Iron. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, you can overdose on beets. I'm a microdoser, so good. Good, my good whole then. my whole concept. But if it's is, covering your stool, that's not microdosing. <laughs> that's not true. That's yeah. not true, Rabbi. You can eat a good beet salad. Yeah, yeah. And well, that's not that's, microdose. That's a lot of beets. Oh, that's not even one whole beet. That's not going to do me in. They'll colorify it though. That's a, but those are natural colors too. That's good. Yeah. Why do we even need that red dye? Why yeah. aren't people just using beets. beet juice? The Indians used them. Right. I mean, the stuff will stain your hands. Like, just use that. Why are we using you know, fake They'll stain shit? every part of you. And, you know, this is a season for bitter roots. This is, we need to go here. Okay. Okay, so this is a season for bitter roots, okay? So typically in the fall months, you harvest bitter roots. And bitter roots are turnips and radishes, leeks, and things like that, right? Okay, put those in a cold storage, root cellars. And you can eat them at the right time, but... This is a time when they're overwhelming us, correct? Okay, so you're saying... The bitter roots in real life, like turnips and stuff, they represent the bitter root emotions that we are going through at this season and time. Okay. And that's what's being harvested in the fields are bitter roots. 
And so that's literally God showing you, look, I, I'm, I, I did everything. It's my signature on the vegetables. It's my signature on your heart, you big vegetable. You know, like your hearts are going through this evaluation period of time right now where we're going through and we're saying, man, that's, that, that was some shit in my life, right? And I need to get rid of that. Or why is this shit coming back up? Let's go to a deeper level. I hope everybody can handle this. But people are being visited right now by people who hurt us, who've died. And it's almost like you could go back into your old hurt self, the soul tie, at this time because I'm being visited by somebody who hurt me. But the truth is that person has gone into eternity, which we believe in infinity. So they've already crossed into the safe realm and you and I are in the shithole, right? Mm-hmm. And they're saying, hey, I'm only visiting you to say, I'm sorry, I didn't want to hurt you. And the things I did maybe were definitely wrong, but would you let me bring you through it now? Or are you always going to go back to that shit? Oh my God, they're visiting me again. And you, you know what I'm saying? And you beat yourself up. And the truth is that God's allowing them to come visit you and say, hey, I know I did you wrong. Could you let me fix it now? Or would you, would you fix it for me so that I'm not over here amongst all these awesome people looking like a shit can because you're down there telling everybody how bad I did you? Did what I do really, really ruin your life so bad that you can't make something out of it? Or could you pick yourself up and you take all the credit? I'm not looking for credit. They're not looking for credit. They're not visiting us for credit. Because I really believe that they don't want to think that they've hurt you so bad. And, and you know, like, it's not for their feelings. It's like they, they pray, please don't let it be that I hurt them so bad. Can I go back and see if I can fix it? Okay, you can go back again. And every time they come back, I'm going, oh, man, I don't want to think about that. Or that person. Or that person's never going to be forgiven in my heart. So let's talk a little bit about how that might show up for someone, because what you're saying, I think a lot of people, it might resonate with them. You know, for me, that might be just when that person comes up in my mind, right? like that they're there. Correct. And that's, I believe that if they came up in your mind, I never take credit for being so bright that I thought of them. I'm not that smart. I know God put them in my in my thought, right? To fix something that is on my heart at that time. It may be a hurt. I'm the youngest of nine. So I'm the orphan heart little kid who did get picked on a lot, but, you know, I don't like getting picked on. So I'm going to get my feelings all butt hurt, right? And I'll get constipated. And I'll hold on to shit. And that's going to make my liver fatty. Because fats hold the bad memories. That's why God says the fat is mine. He says it's not yours. Don't be eating all that fat. It's not good for you. Fats contain toxins. And that's why God lets you have fat. Because you're toxic. And I don't want you to die. So I'll make fat. And it basically it's just dirty water. That's why we want our stool to be watery. And it's definitely dirty. And that's what fat is. It's just dirty waters. And what are waters representing? Spirit. I, I know that just from personal experience. I'm not talking to everybody else. I'm just telling you everything I've learned from my dirty water. So how did you become a rabbi after 
living such a colorful life? I my life turned around in 1992 after having a like a quarter million dollar grow room and doing this is back in the 90s. It was a lot of money back then, and I turned my life around because I wanted to be able to come home and not be afraid to turn down the street, you know. And I had a family. My daughter was born, and she changed my life. You know, just had had something to live for. Nice. And I've met your daughter. She's lovely. Yeah, well, I have two. You know, my firstborn was three pounds, 10 ounces, premature. She died in my arms at 18 months, and then she came back to life. They revived her. And uh, she's now 28 years old. Wow. And then my youngest is 23, going to be 23. And... uh, you know, life is a uh, pretty awesome. It's a long road, but I hope it's longer. You know, the idea is you're not going to buy a puzzle from the local TG and Y or Wins. Remember them? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. You old farts know that, but the youngsters they don't know what I'm talking about. So if you're going to go buy a puzzle, all right, Let's pretend like we're puzzle builders. Do you want a 5,000-piece puzzle or a 100-piece puzzle? 5,000. Why? Because 100 pieces for babies, right? Yeah, it's too easy. It won't take long enough. So what kind of life do you want? Ta-da! You're stuck now. I got you. I set you up. You want a colorful... There's no such thing as trouble-free life. Oh, I'm on so board So we got with a 5,000-piece puzzle, right? And enjoy it. And... Try to make each piece that you put in, even if it's a, an ugly piece, right? Make it joyful when you put it in. And so at the end, there's going to come a day in our life when we put down that last puzzle piece. And one of the tips a rabbi will tell you is build your borders first. And then have fun. Because you always get to that last piece someday. Don't rush it. Amen. Thank you so much for your time, Rabbi. It's been awesome, I hope. Yes. For me, it has. Absolutely. And thanks for the mesquite tea. Yeah. Good mineral source, too. Did you know the mesquite represents your life? Oh, tell me more. So any Texan hates the mesquites because they're burly on the outside. Their jagged bark isn't friendly. They have thorns. Um, They don't produce much shade. And they have a taproot that can go a mile deep. And and they're some of the most beautiful wood if you'll just get past the outer, kind of like us. Mm-hmm. The beans are very medicinal. Yes. They're and they can also food. be poisonous. They're superfood if you uh, know what you're doing with them. And it's naturally sweet. Yeah. If they're mature. If yes. they're immature, they're poisonous just like a human being. Tell me. If they're immature, they have, I think it's uh, strychnine in them, but they're poisonous. So the green mesquite beans are poisonous, just like a person Well, is who's it immature. the pod? Because I remember reading that the Indians would actually, when the beans were green, shuck them from the pod, uh-huh, and the beans the bean. inside are like the size of lentils. Those are okay, but it's the pod that's mm-hmm. poisonous. But when they're mature, you can chew the pod, and yes. it's sweet. Well, when they're mature, I make delicious mesquite tea it's, out of And them. it is. <laughs> and you can get yours at the Lockhart Farmers Market. Awesome. I hope this conversation gave you a new perspective on being full of shit. 
And if you want to explore the world of ionized minerals and how to incorporate macro minerals into your daily wellness routine, or strategically utilize micro minerals to combat disease in the body, head over to the podcast 231 show notes at casuallybaked.com. Rabbi Donald is available for in-person or phone consultations and ships med solutions all over the world. Rabbi Donald says that family, community, and leadership are commodities worth more than gold and silver. And I couldn't agree more. So if you learned a thing or two during this discussion, I hope you'll share it with your smoke circle. As always, if you want to connect or collaborate with me, email your messages, requests, or can of curious questions through the website or DM me on social. When I'm there, I'm at Casually Baked on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, The Weed Tube, and Truth Social. However you decide to support our highly responsible cannabis movement, thank you for doing your part to Puff Puff Pass It On. Yes, it's a high time. We had a high time together. Casually Baked the Podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Jamie Humiston at PodConnects. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.